The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood, and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Good evening, Cougar soccer fans. Welcome pitch side inside Southfield on the beautiful BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars play their third game of a four-game homestand in their West Coast Conference opener for 2018. It is BYU and Gonzaga in the league lid lifter for both sides. It's also the first game back at Southfield for Gonzaga head coach Chris Watkins, who spent 21 seasons in Provo as a BYU women's soccer assistant. He now runs the show in Spokane and has the Zags' fortunes on a definite upswing after a 10-win season last year in his first season with the program. My name is Greg Rubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight. Joined for the first time ever by former BYU women's soccer standout Avery Walker. And uh, Avery, first of all, welcome back, pitch side, and welcome back to Southfield where you spent so many successful nights over the years. And what a way for league play to get underway. Chris Watkins and the Zags back in town. This should be a fun one. Absolutely. It's so good to be back here on Southfield and no better night than this. The weather's perfect and, you know, to... To be with you here on the sideline in the booth against uh, Coach Watkins, who taught me so much about soccer, it's exciting. This will be a great one. Zags coming off a road win in Seattle last Friday, but they have not won consecutive games at any point this season. BYU tonight uh, playing for back-to-back wins and a fifth victory in their last six. Coming up next, my pre-match conversation with BYU head coach Jen Rockwood as BYU women's soccer coverage continues right here from Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Southfield in Provo for BYU and Gonzaga in the Cougs 2018 WCC opener. BYU beginning its eighth season as a league member in the preceding seven. The Cougs have won five league championships this season. They're picked to finish third in the WCC. Santa Clara Pepperdine picked one, two. Broncos looked apart right now at 9-1-1, ranked in the top ten, second nationally in RPI. Of course, tonight's storyline beyond the opening of conference play is the return of Chris Watkins to Provo. Head coach Jen Rockwood's a longtime right-hand man now in his second season in Spokane after 21 seasons in the BYU women's program and in our pre-match coaches interview brought to you by Zions Bank we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business coach Rockwood that talks about welcoming her former colleague back to Southfield but on the other side of the touchline yeah it's pretty wild that we uh, start off with Chris here at Southfield for the first conference game uh, you know I, I think it provides a, a little bit more drama I think at least mostly for him and I uh, excited to see him and his team here, happy for his success. And he's done a great job leading Gonzaga to another real successful non-conference season. Uh, I'm sure he'll have those guys ready to play. And, and for us, I think we're just really excited. And uh, I think we're in a great spot right now, coming off a great win uh, with lots of good ball movement, lots of players playing well and, and confident right now. So um, we have a lot to look forward to. You've already had that first game against Chris. Uh, you mm-hmm. got to play him up at their place last year. But uh, it's his first time back on this field Mm-hmm. with a different team and that's going to be a little bit uh, strange for him I'm sure yeah I'm, I'm sure he'll have lots of mixed emotions he has a lot of great memories here and I know he loves BYU but also know that he's love he loves being up there uh, in control and, and and running the show up there and he's again like I said he's doing a great job so um, you know I, I think the players will come to play that's what they do and us coaches just kind of sit on the sideline and hope we've prepared our, our teams to to help them be their best 
He played a wild game against his eggs last year at their place. Yeah, it was pretty wild right from the kickoff. I remember we had a breakaway, we missed it, and then <laughs> a couple of minutes later they had a breakaway, and, you know, I don't think I've been in many 6-3 games before yeah. when you never felt comfortable. So uh, I'm sure it might be a shootout tomorrow night too. We'll see. As long as you end up on the right side of it, you'll yeah, take a shootout, Exactly. Right? Six goals I'll take. Yes, that would be great. How good for you was the, the UVU game to get ready for this game and league generally, just to kind of finish off that way? Yeah, I think it was important because, you know, it was obviously disappointing to lose to Long Beach. We, we played and, and did some really good things there, but didn't ultimately score. And it was an opportunity for us to kind of refocus, regroup, and bounce back and bring energy and you could feel there was a lot of energy the girls were really excited to get back on the field and play again and um, I thought we, we played really well got off to a great start I think this is probably speed of play wise and, and energy wise I think it's probably one of our best games that we've played for those first 15 minutes so um, really excited I think we're ready to go for WCC play and told the girls today they play for a championship every game everything is on the line every single game You'll have uh, gone six days between games between UVU and Gonzaga. What will you have worked most on? Yeah, we've tried to um, fine-tune a lot of things. Um, we've been, you know, first we kind of work on our defense, and then we, as we moved into our press and then our attack, and how do we find Liv, how do we find Kayla, and then how do we find our wings, and kind of finish it up, how do we now find our forwards a little bit better. And that's kind of what we focused on this week, uh, as well as just kind of going back to our defensive shape and our responsibilities, just cleaning everything up. I think UVU is a good uh, game for us to end our non-conference because Gonzaga plays similar. They like to go up and over. They like to be dangerous. They play with three high forwards. Um, they're, they're trying to create something, um, getting us running back towards our own goal. And um, and so we have to you know tighten things up, um, make sure our press is organized, and, and hopefully give them something they haven't seen this year. And, and I think that will happen. I, I think you know we're playing a different formation that a lot of teams aren't used to, and there's some different responsibilities defensively that you have to take into account. So hopefully we make them think a little bit more and uh, get after it. You think you guys ultimately have settled into what you wanted to see from a new formation this year? Yeah, I, I really think so. I think, I mean, just the last few games, just to see how we're getting our outside backs involved, how we're now finding our wings more with Lizzie and Bella doing a good job of, of combining and going forward and, and you know, we've scored all of our goals so far in the box, and so uh, getting them wide and, and serving dangerous balls in, I mean, that's where our goals are coming from. We're, I think, scoring one in five opportunities once we shoot inside the box. So um, I do. I like it. I like our press and how that's going. And, of course, Liv and uh, Kayla are doing a tremendous job kind of owning the midfield, and Kayla's hard to s- slow down. When, when we can find her the ball going forward, she can do amazing things. What do you feel you did with your non-conference schedule relative to RPI and resume? You know, I think uh, we were hoping to, um, you know, have a little bit better uh, results. Um, you know, I think we were hoping to get one of the games, A&M or Stanford, even though they're great teams on the road, wanted to, to try and get a result there, whether it was a tie or a win. Obviously, the loss to Long Beach, I think RPI-wise, hurts us a little bit. So, um, But in the end, you, what you really do is preparing for conference play. I mean, I think you, you try your best to set yourself up for at-large bid, and sometimes you don't have control over how your opponents are doing. And, and so I think we've just kind of taken the approach as our final and most important important goal was to to win the conference and so all of the focus has been about preparing for that the zags game is the first of two weekend games here we are into that routine where it is mm-hmm. a day between games thursday saturday and it is the grind yeah it is it'll be a really quick uh, turnaround and you know portland is is uh done a great job of kind of turning some things around and getting some results and moving forward and I know that they're, they're going to be tough they're always tough even though we've got some good results against them over the years it's always been a close game 
uh, for the most part. I think all but one game, and and they're you know got new energy, a new coach, and staff, and some new players, and um, we'll, we'll definitely have our hands full. But one game at a time. Mm-hmm. We'll start with Gonzaga. Well, good luck against the Zags, and of course this weekend, uh, Jen. Thanks, and we'll talk to you post match. All right, thanks, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Coming up next, our pre-match coverage continues as we count down to BYU and Gonzaga on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from Southfield in Provo, Utah for the BYU Cougars West Coast Conference debut against the visitors from Gonzaga, led by head coach and former BYU assistant Chris Watkins. His first game here with the Zags, but the second meeting with BYU last season in Spokane. Cougars won that uh, crazy one 6-3. Greg Grubel, Avery Walker with you, and we are live on the new skin BYU Sports Network via BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, coast to coast on satellite, 107.9 FM along the Wasatch Front, in addition to 89.1 FM HD2 and ES. PN 960 AM online. You can get us on BYURadio.org and BYUCougars.com as well as the BYU Radio and the BYU Cougars apps. Well, coming into the start of league play, which starts tonight, uh, BYU is beginning to put up the kinds of numbers that have generally characterized BYU soccer over the years, right? Lots of goals, lots of shots, lots of buildup, resulting in a high number of assists. And Avery, uh, Jen Rockwood's teams have always been offensive-minded, and the attack is rounding into shape now as WCC play gets underway. And, of course, you got a good look, a good look and a good sense of what this team's capable of when you played alongside most of these players of the last few seasons. Yeah, my career um, focused a lot on building out of the back and this back line with Rachel Lyman and Josie Gwynn can have come into their own lately as they've worked and worked to attack out of the back and find those withdrawn forwards and quickly attack and score and get that ball in the box like Jen was saying earlier and find those um, dangerous balls across the middle and quick finishes. Now, Maddie Sidaway-Gates uh, wasn't known as uh, as an, offense, an offensive-minded striker most of her career, but they've turned her into a goal scorer, and she's resp- responded pretty well that way. Exactly. First and foremost, I think that Maddie Sidaway is Gates, actually. Maddie Gates is such a good leader and a strong presence up top, and her hustle and her, the way that she grinds for those 50-50 balls is, um, I think, what has probably put her in the position where she can take the ball to goal and be that dangerous target forward. One of a number of players with multiple goals this year as we start WCC play. BYU second to Santa Clara in goals, but leading in goals per game. Also, leading the league in shots and assists, and BYU's getting offense from many different players. The Cougars have indeed four players with at least three goals. At least Flake has five, then Maddie there and Bella with four apiece, Michaela Coulihan with three, and seven additional players have recorded singleton. So that's 11 players who found the back of the net so far this season. Last year, a total of seven players, including Avery, scored goals, and we are just a halfway at the halfway point of this season, so we could yet see uh, new goal scorers before the campaign is out. One of those multiple goal scorers, as noted, is the true freshman, Bella Felino, the rookie from SoCal, tied for second in points on this team, having added a pair of assists to her scoring tallies, and she's currently starting as a left midfielder, but has seen some time up top as well in our conversation leading up to tonight's match. I asked Bella to give us the, uh, the abridged version of her soccer story preceding her days in Provo. So I started playing soccer when I was around four. I played two years in like our little rec teams like AYSO and then when I was six and a half I started club and I actually started playing up a year and I played up my entire career on West Coast and ever since I started at six and a half still been playing and I love it. 
So you've always been playing then with older kids? Yeah, I've always grown up playing with girls that are one and two years older than me. At what point did you start to like really zero in on soccer as, as maybe your primary extracurricular focus? Yeah, so when I was little, I played softball for a couple years. And then I would say when I was around the age of 10, that's when I was like, I had to make a decision and soccer was definitely my passion and where I needed to play. Why did you like it so much? I love the competitive spirit of it. I love being able to score goals and win games. What kind of club did you have in terms of competitiveness in that area? My club team was super competitive. We won the national championships my, I think it was in 2015, so we were actually the number one team for a year. And we always had a target on our back, and we had to just keep proving and playing hard. And before you got to BYU, you got some uh, some national attention as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in May, I got to go to the national team camp, and that was an awesome experience, and I'm truly grateful for that I learned a bunch of new things, met a bunch of new girls, and it was great. How did you find out about the invite and tell us a little bit more about the process of that camp? So I actually got an email. So my club director sent me an email saying, congratulations, like this is the week of the camp, and I was so excited. My dad actually was the first one to see it, and then he like, screened my name from upstairs, and I ran up there, and we were just so excited. And during the camp, there was, uh, there was 24 of us, and we combined with the, ni- the U19 team too, so there was about 48 of us. And we scrimmaged each other, had a bunch of great training sessions, and a lot of technical and tactical video review. It was great. So it was U18 and 19? Yeah, U18. I worked with the U18, but we combined with the U19, and wearing that crest on my jersey meant a lot. I got got to play for more than just myself. Got to play for the country. What do they let you keep? So, (laughs) I got to keep, they give us a pair of cleats, a polo, and some cool running shoes, and a backpack. Can't forget about the backpack. Now, you hope it's not a one-off. You hope that your career progresses mm-hmm. in such a way that they uh, don't lose your number, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. I want to keep proving and keep getting better so I can keep getting call-up. When did you start feeling like a true member of the BYU soccer team? Wow, okay. I think from the first practice, this team has welcomed me with open arms, and they've always made me feel like a member and a teammate. Did you place a personal expectation on starting as a freshman, or did you want to just let things happen? I think uh, coming into it, I've always wanted to play. I want to be on the field as much as possible and just keep working hard, and it worked out. What would you say objectively that your strengths are that you bring to the team? I think uh, getting in the box and getting my foot on it. And from the last game, I scored on the ground, so just doing anything it takes to get the ball on the goal. Having multiple goals as a freshman is a pretty cool thing. Did you score a ton of goals uh, as a club and high school player? Yeah, so I was actually the number one scorer on my high school team and my club team. So it's kind of my favorite thing to score goals, you know, be in the box, make things happen. Were you playing a true striker role? Uh, So in club, I actually played attacking center mid. And then in high school, I would play... Anywhere in the front line or center mid, just depend on the game and if needed to score. What can you say about your teammates? I love each and every one of them. They're great, good examples to me, and they show me what it means to be hardworking and a great person. How much did you know about the BYU women's soccer program when you committed to it, and uh, what's your sense of expectations that they have every year for this team? So I knew coming into it, it was going to be super competitive, and every year they have a great team, and they always can field, like I said, a great team. They can field a bunch of great girls, and they've always had good success in the past and I know that coming into it that I was gonna have to work hard to get myself on the field your full first name is Annabella is that right Yep, Annabella Felino okay but how much uh, how much Annabella versus Bella do you get so first day of school I get Annabella <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe for my parents sometimes but mostly Bella you guys just finished a uh, non-league play at 5-3-1. and one. Gonzaga coming in to open WCC play. Uh, what do you expect from Coach Watkins and the Zags? Uh, coach Watkins is a great coach. They're going to come in with great energy. First game of conference, it's going to be competitive, and the team that wants it the most is definitely going to be the one that wins. You knew him from before, right? Yeah, so I actually, he helped in the recruiting process, so mm-hmm. I met him. But once I came up here, he was gone by then, so never. I haven't seen him yet. 
WCC play and, and getting back in conference contention. You weren't here last year, but how much has Jen talked about getting back where BYU belongs in league? Yeah, so it's been a goal this year is to win conference, and I think that we have the team and the talent to do it, and I think it's our time to shine now. Bella, great chatting with you. Good luck against the Zags. Thank you. That is BYU freshman midfielder and forward Bella Folino. Cougar Pre-Match Live continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside Southfield in Provo, where tonight the Cougars welcome Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference opener for both teams, uh, both the Cougs and Zags. With five wins and nine non-conference contests, BYU coming in 5-3-1, Zags 5-2-2. BYU and Gonzaga, the top two teams in the league in shots per game, but uh, BYU the more efficient and productive of the two teams. Jen Rockwood's squad has 23 goals on the season. Chris Watkins' side has found the back of the net just 11 times. Coach Watkins now in his second season up in Spokane after two decades helping to coach the BYU women's program here. He led the Zags to a 10-win campaign last year. His team is halfway to 10 this time around, but uh, looking to take a step up the conference ladder after a 2-7 and seven performance in league play last season. A short time ago here at Southfield, I spoke with Coach Watkins about uh, playing BYU for a second time as a Cougar opponent, but for the first time as a visitor. It was really weird this morning going through a little walkthrough and then today setting my bag down on the visitor's bench. <laughs> Felt really weird. actually kind of hit me the most then, but... It's okay. I'm, I'm used to wearing a little bit of red in my shirt, and uh, I'm excited for the opportunity tonight. After tonight, we'll be done with the first. Then we can just uh, start coaching and playing at that point. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be nice because it's it's been like reunion week here. I've seen everybody and just in the airport, and it's been crazy. How much of it is fun, and how much of it is kind of difficult to, to have this whole uh, scenario play out? Well, you know, I it, sometimes it kind of wears on you a little bit, right? But it's it's actually a lot of fun. Our, our program's moving in a great direction. I'm really proud of who we are and where we're going, and so it's been a lot of fun. It's fun to brag about our team. I'm not sure how many years your plan uh, was for, but are you pacing for where you'd like your program to be here in year two? Um, yeah, it's it's going as planned. Um, recruiting's gone very well. Really, our first recruiting class is next year. Um, women's soccer recruiting happens so early. But, uh, yeah, everything's going kind of as planned. I'm in a little injury for tonight and stuff. You know, things happen. But our progress, we're, you'll, you'll see we're a smarter team. We'll play a little better brand of soccer and, and hopefully still have that hustle and fight that we had last year. And so that's part of the plan. You guys made such a splash last year in year one, uh, eight wins out of league, I think it was, and then you probably didn't do as well in conference as you would have expected to do based on non-conference performance. Uh, This year, I guess the plan would be to take a step up that way and get higher in the table. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, we don't have control over how good our opponents are, and and so we'll see. I'm not really super concerned about that. Um, I'm I'm really concerned about us getting better. And I know that sounds silly, but but at, you know at Gonzaga we don't we don't kick kids off the team they stay for four years nobody transfers away it's it's done in a good way that makes sense and as such our administration knows it's a process and you know coaches we're going to be here for a long time and uh making sure we take clear and purposeful steps albeit sometimes slow and methodical are, are important for some reasons outside of your control as well uh, this team is very road tested right now <laughs> yeah we're I mean, I haven't been at home on a weekend forever. It's it's a weird deal, but for us, we want to you know we want to mirror what BYU does, and that's playing big 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 opponents on the road and at home. And for us to get big opponents, like Oklahoma this year, Missouri this year, Oregon, Oregon State, we have to go there first. And so this is the year that we decided after last year, we we felt like we were in the, going in the right direction and that we were going to develop, and we wanted to have those teams at home at some point. 
And so we're taking our licks on the road a little bit, and it's all it's all planned out. How bizarre was it to start the year and never really get traction because of those early cancellations? Yeah, I mean that's that's the crime, and and for our team, we we have those games, home games, games that we probably should win. And last year we won those games, and we built a lot of confidence for our forwards. Got to see some freshmen play, and we haven't we weren't able to play those games, and so it's a different deal. We're probably not as confident as a team we were as we were last year. And some of that probably has to do with uh, with the level of opponents and those cancellations. You referenced a key injury. Where does that injury come on the pitch for you, and who are you really counting on tonight to kind of uh, carry things? <laughs> yeah, so, so Madeline got us out tonight, um, and we'll see how soon she comes back. But we'll, we'll go with Taylor Kernian in the midfield. It's, it's a three, you know, it's a 4 3 3. And so we'll see where in the midfield. We're still kind of talking about that. But uh, she'll. Taylor's a solid player, really skillful, great passer, and has a great shot. So, um, you know, we're excited for her. She's worked; she's off her third ACL, and it'd be a great story for her to come back and have a great game tonight. And uh, this will be her first start since her second ACL. Since you have only two knees, three ACLs is a lot. <laughs> it is yeah. a lot, and she's a great kid. And nobody deserves some success more than more than she does tonight. Up top, uh, India Jenks carries the scoring load for you. She scored four times already. Yeah, yeah, she's. I mean. She's a fighter. The girl's a fighter. I mean, you'll see tonight. It's it's crazy. She'll go in for every ball she can find. She'll tackle anything she can. Find. She'll she'll tackle one of the ball kids if they come on the field with a ball. She'll do anything. So, I'm excited to see her play. And, and really, she has a history of playing well in big games too. So I hope hope tonight's the night. Yeah, you know this BYU uh, BYU team as well as anybody could know an opposing team. Uh, what do you like from what you've seen as you've watched uh, Jen's team this year? Yeah, I mean they're they're fast, super athletic. Nothing unique about that, but they keep the ball. And I, I think I think Steve has a little influence on what's happening. They keep the ball around the back a little better now, and they're a little smarter in, up front as well. They they keep the ball certainly better than last year um, around the front and and are a little bit composed. Maybe not taking the first available shot, but knocking it around a little bit longer. So. More patience. Uh, they're clearly a better team than they were last year. But this is a this is a prototypical BYU team right here. Athletes everywhere, um, and the ability to keep possession when they want and flat out speed all over. You were connected closely with the keepers when you were here, and uh, you've seen now Sabrina Davis kind of take that starter's role and embrace it. Yeah, Sabrina's a great goalkeeper. Speaking of athletes, I mean she's an incredible athlete, and so I'm excited to see her. It's it's kind of a mix. I mean I. I a lot of these kids I help bring yeah. to BYU, and and so I hope they have a great game. But I hope we just get one more than they do. You guys played a wild one at your place last year. Yeah, that was one of the more memorable games I've been in. Forget the score; it was just up and down. I mean, that was a full track meet, and uh, it'll be our goal tonight to uh, not have a full track meet. Even though you are in red, it is great to see you back. Always good to see you, Chris, and best of luck tonight and the rest of the way. All right, thanks, Ray. All right, that is Gonzaga head coach Chris Watkins as we await our national anthem here at Southfield. We're just pausing to get the sound fired up. I think what we'll do is we'll take our break and continue with BYU Women's Soccer after our national anthem. We'll stay here for the anthem.
And time now for tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game feature brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly, Immigration Solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. Here's tonight's rules question. We all know, of course, that the penalty area begins 18 yards from the goal line. That's the, why well, we call it the 18. But uh, how many yards wide is the penalty area? The answer coming up next, as well as tonight's starting lineups and the opening kick as Cougar Pre-Match Live continues in a moment from Southfield in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back at Southfield, BYU and Gonzaga straight ahead in the WCC opener for both teams. First up, the answer in tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. And here's tonight's rules question. We know that the penalty area begins 18 yards from the goal line. That's why we call it the 18. But how many yards wide is the penalty area? And the answer there is 44 yards. So, yeah, it is the 18 from goal line to top of the penalty area, but 44 yards across. That is Laws of the Game brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. And this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 